The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Well, people, this is the week we've all been waiting on. This is the week right here. People thought it would be, you know, Alabama, Texas, A&M, but no, no, this is the week. Alabama Ole Miss from Brad Denny in Tuscaloosa, CBS. We'll have the call on the game Saturday, 2.30 p.m. Central Time. But until then, you're rocking and rolling right here on a Monday on the hottest show on the streets, number one form for your Bama football news. In my own words, I'm yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. We are we got in my own words coming to you from the magic city of Birmingham, streaming to you the show on YouTube. Speaking of the channel, go ahead right now, drop that thumbs up, give a like on the show, hit that subscribe button, turn all of those notifications on, hit that little bell so that way you can have all of your news, notes, and analysis on <coughs> on your favorite team. That being Todd Football, we also got you covered on Facebook and Twitter as well, all forms of social media streaming to you, the show. We got a lot to get into today, got a lot to dive into, a lot to discuss and talk about as this week, Alabama Ole Miss, huge SEC matchup. Lane Kiffin makes his return to Bryant Denny for the first time since he was the offensive coordinator from 2014 to 16. A lot of you fans really excited about this game. Some of you highly concerned about this game. I had one fan talk with me a couple of days ago, and he was like, Steve, I'm about to pee my pants. I'm really nervous. I'm really scared about this game because it's Ole Miss. It's Lane Kiffin. They got an offense. They got all of this stuff going on in their favor. The rat poison is going both ways between Alabama and Ole Miss. So, a lot to discuss, and we want you guys being a part of the show. You can do this by calling 205-448-1358. That is the number right there to let your voice be heard on the show, 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. Got my man John Ivory in the building doing his thing on the ones and twos. And we appreciate all of you guys for checking out the TDA watch party during the Southern Miss game. I mean, 42,000 views because of you guys. As a family, we all did it together. There was one point in time where I think we had 1.2 thousand views in the, or 1.2,000 people in the live chat. So keep that TDA Watch party going. Everybody enjoying that right now. Gotta shout out my man Jimmy Cash Money. Boom, Clay, that $25 donation. Starting us off here on the show. But daily super chat go, people. $75 daily super chat go. But we're getting to now topic number one of the conversation, and it is on Bryce Young, who had a big performance against Southern Miss on last week. I mean, the young man, five touchdown passes. He tied the likes of Gary Hollinsworth, Mac Jones, and Tua Tagovailoa for second most in school history for a single game. 313 passing yards, 20 of 22 passing. So he set 
an Alabama school record for highest completion percentage in a single game, 90.9% there on his passes. He, he was having so much fun out there on the field. And, uh, I've, and, and, and I've always said this, and, and, and we all know this, when he came in, you know, he had the uh, – five-star bill he had all of the talent he had all of the tools he had all the things come out of high school needed to be a very explosive quarterback so that was never the question that was never in doubt but over the weekend saw a young man have a lot of fun saw a young man really enjoy himself let the personality come out on the field. I mean, he was running up and down the field, high-fiving teammates, celebrating with guys, smiling a lot, just really enjoying being inside the atmosphere that is Bryant-Denny Stadium. Now, of course, the LED lighting feature may have had a role in that. I mean, it's fun playing under, under those lights. Uh, the students and the fans had a big deal to do with that. Those guys did an outstanding job staying all four quarters there uh, for the matchup. But uh, I've always said this, you know, uh, w- when you're playing at the most, uh, when you're playing at the most uh, talked about program, when you're playing at the most pressurized program, when you're playing at a program where at, there are so many expectations being put on you from so diff- from so many different avenues or angles, whether it's coaches putting pressure on you, uh you're putting pressure on yourself. You know, the fan base has a lot of expectations that they want you to follow as well in Alabama. you got to be able to still have fun with what you're doing. And Bryce Young over the weekend had a lot of fun out there on the field. Uh, like I said, personality definitely starting to come out there for him. And uh, this is a big week for Bryce Young because now uh, you're looking at he's got a chance to start that Heisman Trophy campaign. Heisman campaign starts this week for Bryce Young against Ole Miss. And he's going up against Matt Corral, another big-time quarterback, another SEC quarterback that's also in the Heisman conversation, in the Heisman talk, in the Heisman running. And while you guys, as Alabama fans, you guys have talked about it, we don't need Bryce Young to win the Heisman. We don't need all that rat poison going at him. We don't need Bryce Young with his trophy is concerned. Our only thing is winning the national championship. And, yes, I do agree with that where you, the fans, are concerned. But at the same time, when you look at the odds makers in Las Vegas, the people in the desert, the people in the desert that are handling the money, the funds, the finances of so many people when it comes to the Heisman odds, they have a lot of riding on these Heisman odds. So even though, you know, you don't, it's not really necessary for Bryce to win the Heisman, you can't escape the question. You can't escape the thought. You can't escape the idea. And the reason why you can't escape the idea is uh, – When you look at just other programs, the Oklahomas, the Baylors, the Floridas, different programs like that who have had quarterbacks to win uh, Heisman trophies. And for college football, how do you recognize quarterback you? A lot of the national talking heads out there, they recognize quarterback you by are you winning Heisman trophies? Are you winning individual awards? Are you taking home that coveted bronze honor? That's how they judge quarterback use in college football. Do these particular schools have those quarterbacks that can win the Heisman? And 
for, for you as Bama fans, I know deep down a lot of you want to see could Bryce Young be the one to get this program its first Heisman Trophy winning quarterback because so many of them have come through here. When you look at having uh, when you have, Joe Namath coming through here, Kenneth Stabler came through here, Bart Starr came through here, Pat Trammell came through here, uh, Stedman Sheely came through here. Uh, so, so many great ones, Tua Tagovailoa, Mac Jones, Jalen Hurts, a lot of John Parker Wilson, A.J. McCarron, Jacob Coker, a lot of good quarterbacks have come through the program. None of them have won a Heisman Trophy. So I know for a lot of you out there, that there's still the question of, when will Bama get that first Heisman Trophy winning quarterback? And can Bryce be the guy to get that done? He has the opportunity this week in taking on Matt Corral, Ole Miss, and putting himself ahead in the Heisman Trophy conversation. Now, when you look at just, you know, guys that have played in big games for Alabama, and these are particular players that relish these big-time matchups, these huge games, these huge opportunities, and Bryce is facing one this week. You look at you look at Greg McElroy in two thousand Greg McElroy in two thousand nine, excuse me. So McElroy in 09, you know, he talked about it. You know, he knew Alabama prioritized Tim Tebow in recruiting. And you no, know, Tebow went to Florida. McElroy was like, I gotta show Bama that I was the right quarterback for them. So the SEC championship game in 09, McElroy took great pride in beating Tebow in that game. He took great pride in having that competitiveness and having that personality come out and being sort of that fiery guy out there on the field. The same thing with A.J. McCarron. When it came to LSU and how big those LSU games were, whether it was the 2012 BCS title game off the 11 season, of a 2012 regular season game down there in Tiger Stadium, of a 2013 regular season game in Alabama and Tuscaloosa, A.J. McCarron, that personality, that fieriness, that competitiveness, that I got to have it, came out in those games against LSU. You look at Jacob Coker in 2015 when he ran over that defensive back against Texas A&M and got up going, whoa, I want that game, want that game, want that game. And it's the same thing when you look at Jalen Hurts, Tua Tagovailoa, and Mac Jones wanting those big-time matchups when it comes to Alabama. So it's the same thing with Bryce Young. Here's the situation for him. Huge game against Matt Corral. Huge game against Ole Miss when you look at He's got a chance to pump up his Heisman profile. He's got the opportunity to put himself number one here in the Heisman race. But, and right now he's second. He's tied for second in all of college football with 15 touchdown passes. He's also sixth in college football with the, with the QBR of 87.7. But just getting back to him having fun out there on the field and that personality oozing out there. When you look at just, you know, DJ Uyunglele of Clemson not having fun out there on the field. When you look at just Spencer Rattler of Oklahoma, it seems like he's not having fun out there on that field. When you look at a, when you look at a Bryce Young, 
young, enjoying being around his teammates, this should scare all of college football because we always we knew he had the talent. We knew he had the ability. We knew he had the accuracy and the tools to be successful. But now you have a young man that's showing you, I'm enjoying this atmosphere. I'm enjoying being a first-year starter. I'm enjoying being around my teammates. I'm high-fiving guys. I'm running all over the field. I'm celebrating with my boys. I'm letting myself flow freely with fun being the quarterback at the University of Alabama. Even going back to the interception that was had against Southern Miss, it was not his fault. He put the ball right there in Jamison Williams' hands. The receiver, unfortunately, you know, bobbled it and it landed in, in, in the hands of a defender for the Golden Eagles. And Bryce, even at that moment, turned and smiled at Coach Saban. And a lot of people were like, well, why is he smiling? That's a turnover. That was a pig. No bad play, negative play. The play was not his fault, but just seeing him smile, seeing him enjoy himself, that's big maturity on the side of Bryce Young, and that's just showing you he is having fun. People always like to say, you don't have fun at Alabama. It's work, work, work. It's no fun. Bryce Young is enjoying himself out there on the field, and now he's got an opportunity this weekend against Ole Miss to put himself at the forefront of the Heisman conversation and get U.S. fans excited because this could be the first Heisman Trophy winning quarterback in the history of Alabama. I know you guys have said national championship, national championship, that's all we want. But deep down I know you want to see can Bama get that quarterback to win the Heisman. Big week here for Bryce Young against Ole Miss. We go to our first break here on the show. Don't touch that dial. Just getting started. When we get back, we go on the phone lines to take your calls, your thoughts, your tweets, your chats, your interactions, a conversation with you guys, the Bama Nation, right after this. You're watching In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith, brought to you by We Own the Fourth Quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace today by visiting weownthefourthquarter.com. Throw them foes up. This is Matt Cadell, former Alabama wide receiver, and you're listening to In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith with Touchdown Alabama Magazine. And I got two words to say, baby. Roll Tide. Every sports fan deserves the proper representation. Whitwill Sports introduces to you the title towel. Wave that title towel in the air like you just don't care in support of Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Only $9.99 and it lasts a lifetime. Head on over to WhitwillSports.com and get your title towel today. Remember the taste of Grandma's delicious sweets? Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes brings back those precious memories with just one bite. Each cake made from scratch. They make the perfect dessert to share with family and friends for any occasion, and ordering is easy. Visit Emily's Heirloom Poundcakes.com. Click the online store and shop. Then pick up your fresh cake at the kitchen in downtown Homewood. Order yours online at Emily's Heirloom Poundcakes.com. Emily's Heirloom Poundcakes, making memories from scratch. We're back in, folks. We're back in from the break of number one form for Crimson Tide. Football news, in my own words, yours truly, Stephen M. Smith. Touchdown, Alabama Magazine on a Monday. Getting that work week and Ole Miss week started off for you 
correctly here on the show. Got a few super chats to get to before we go to the phone lines and take your calls. Call segment brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang. So we start things off with Roll Tide and Rise Up. Let's see here. Roll Tide and Rise Up with that $25 donation. Appreciate the love from Roll Tide and Rise Up. And then we got Jimmy Clay again with that $25 donation on his end. Appreciate the love from Jimmy Clay. And I got the man, Big Bill from New York, my man Bill, with that $5 donation. Appreciate the love from Bill. And then Jimmy Clay back again with 25 more dollars. Helping us out on the show. It's John getting that horn ready to go as it's firing off. It's firing off on all cylinders here. The daily Super Chat goal of $75 has been met. Appreciating the love from Jimmy Clay from Roll Tide Rise Up. Bill from New York. Everybody helping us out here on the show. But now, we go to the phone lines to take your calls here. 205-448-1358. Number to call. I'm going to let your voice be heard right now. 205-448-1358. We start off with this call right here. How you feeling today? What's going on? You're live on the show. State your name and where you're calling from. Hey, Steven Emerson. Robert from Mobile. Rob, what's happening, brother? You right. I totally right about the uh, the Heisman. If uh, uh, LA Alabama fan, which I, they may actually mean this, but if they say I don't care about Heisman, all they care about is national championship. Yeah, come on. You, we want the, number one. You want it for the players. You want your players to be recognized for their greatness. So yeah, and, and there's no either or here. As many times as Alabama's won both, there's no either or. You can have both the Heisman and the national championship. And Bryce Young is playing like the best. Robert, it it, it happened in 2009, Mark Ingram. It happened in 2015, Derrick Henry. It happened with Devontae Smith. Exactly. So there's no need to even make the silly statement of, I don't care care about Heisman. Yes, we do. Yeah, we do. We want it. We want it all. <laughs> we want Belitnikov. We want the uh, uh, the kicking award. We want the receiving award. We want, we have, we're an Alabama fan. We're greedy. We want it all. But the reason why I want it all is because we got a, a team that can give it to us. So there you go. Yeah, uh, Bryce Young is the best quarterback. It's not the best quarterback in the nation right now. And he, uh, he's right up there on Mackerel. And I agree with you. This this game is it's, uh, coming up Saturday is is it. I mean, that's it's it puts whoever wins it in the Heisman driver's seat and is theirs to lose from that point on and it, and it puts who's who it puts the winner into the into the chair for the sec west it's theirs to lose on you win it's yours to win all going on so this game is it, it doesn't get any bigger than this the state's gonna get any higher than this if matt corral pulls this game out he's in the heisman driver's seat it's his to lose if bryce pulls it out it's his to lose from that point on and so, yeah, so this is why you come to Alabama to play in these type of games. And he, the play last week, yesterday, uh, Saturday, was outstanding. He should be leading the nation in uh, touchdown if, if his receivers don't drop two balls. Uh, you got two, he can he got receive a, ch- a solid chance at two touchdowns. Otherwise, he'd have 17 leading the nation in, in a touchdown. His ceiling is that high. Now, uh, would it be nice, you know, if we get, occasionally get that run in that we want? Maybe. But it, you know you don't have to be you can't you don't have to be perfect in everything, and maybe that'll probably come when he when he thinks he really needs one when Alabama really needs it. But right now it, everything's in front of him, and everything's in front of the team right now. Now to, to take care of business against Florida, it'd be great for the defense to finally you know get that feeling back of shutting down a great offense. 
they hadn't done that really in quite since, since Ohio State. They did one time last year against Ohio State. Like, oh, Ohio State's a great offense. They should they did shut it down. 24 points against a great offense. That's a shutdown. They do the same thing against Ole Miss. We win this game running away. If Ole Miss doesn't score 24 points, that is the equivalent of a shutout, and definitely a shutdown, and Alabama wins this thing going away. Our linebackers need to step up and do their thing. And I really like the two tight end set. That could be a killer for Alabama uh, with Latou and Billingsley. Those two guys together are, are playing off the chain ball right now. If we can keep those two guys in and get plays for them and get them touches, things magic can happen with that two tight end set. You can run out of it, and the order you can pass out of to two very athletic, talented tight end. The, the rest of college football won't know where it's coming from. If we have Sarkeesian or Lane Kiffin, that would be awesome. Here's your chance uh, 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 a new co-officer coordinator to show that you're ready to get back in the NFL or some other college team. You make this work with the two tight end set and with uh, and with uh, Jamison Williams and with Mechie. You've got the tools to make all this work. And we now and it'll open up the run game if we can make that work. So so it's all out there for Alabama. We just got to take advantage of it. Absolutely. Appreciate Robert from Mobile, those thoughts right there, starting us off here on a Monday. We continue with the phone lines here. You're live on the show. What's going on? How you feeling right now? State your name and where you calling from. Hey, Stephen, we're cool. It's Bill from New York. How are you doing? My man Bill doing great, man. Doing great Ole Miss week in, uh, in Alabama and Tuscaloosa. I'm ready for it. Yeah, I'm ready to. You know, what I, what I wanted to talk about is I, I've been watching uh, the games. You know, I tape them. I've been watching them again. And I think I might have the answer from last week, like why the coach didn't put in uh, Trey into that game. And I don't think it's anything bad about Trey. I was watching the way Jace McClellan, he, the way he protects that ball. He reminds me of Derrick Henry, Damian Harris. Sometimes he even clutches it with both arms. And, you know, the coach did in, the, in a press conference a couple of days ago bring up that Roy Dell fumbled and thinks he's, you know, getting better at not doing that now. And, like, I, I really think that that – I'm not casting aspersions on Trey either. I don't even know if he ever fumbled for Alabama. But what I'm saying is Jace really does protect that ball, and I appreciate it, and I know the coach does. And the only other point I want to make is we're just so lucky – to have Saban because he's like 10 steps ahead of everybody and he wants to win so bad. The only one who wants to win as much as him are nuts like us, fanatics like us, <laughs> like here on your beautiful podcast. But again, Stephen, thanks for taking my call and it's always great to talk to you. Outstanding. Got a chance to hear from my man Bill from New York here on a Monday. I mean, uh, people, people keep saying Lane Kiffin wants this game. Yes, Lane Kiffin does. But does that mean Nick Saban doesn't want it? I mean, Nick Saban wants this as bad as anybody. Nick Saban feels like he doesn't want any coach to have the understanding that I got the better of Coach Saban or I got the advantage of Coach Saban. Like, Saban does not want that anywhere around him or near him. So just as much as Kiffin wants this game, Saban wants this game. Appreciate that call there, my man Bill from New York. We grab a call right here. You're live on the show. What's going on? How you feeling? State your name and where you're calling from. Yo, my name is Terrence. I'm calling from Luskin, Texas. Uh, road, tire, road. Um, 
just wanted to say we need to get JoJo Earl in the game a little bit more. Uh, I know Famous James got, you know, some jetpacks on him, but he hadn't showed the greatest consistency of hands. So it seems like that's why he was third on the death chart. But, hey, when he does catch the ball, he's on the go. But something that I have noticed, man, did you see how Jamil Burroughs fired off that ball? We need I'm to get wait- him and Tim I- I'm waiting to see more of him. I am waiting to see more Burroughs. I mean, we got to – it seems like LeBron Ray is healthy, but we need LeBron Ray, a healthy Jameel Burroughs, and Tim Smith, along with Five Mathis, and Byron Big Daddy Young, because he is coming off the ball with a vengeance every time, uh, with Mr. Anderson. Hey, we, we got it. We just need to get those guys rotated in, you know what I'm saying, a little bit more. You know, a forever domination roll tie roll, but, yeah, that's all I was calling to say. Appreciate that call from my man Terrence right there. Want to see more of Alabama's coaching staff get the more defensive guys on that front rotated in. And we start to see some of that against Southern Miss. Like Terrence mentioned, uh, uh, Byron Young out there, Jamil Burroughs out there, Tim Smith out there, LeBron Ray looks healthy. Get more of your rotation out there on the field. People have been saying that Bama's rotating – People, people, people's been saying that Bama's rotating seven to ten guys deep, so you got to see these guys in the field. Appreciate Terrence there for that call. Uh, we continue with the phone lines right now. We pick up a call right here. What's going on? What's happening? How you feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Stephen M. Smith, Spencer Ridley from Lafayette, sir. How are you? Spencer, what's going on, my man? How you doing? i uh, doing great, sir. I just wanted to follow up on your question you gave to the GOAT, Nick Saban is what did you see on last week's game that shows our defense is ready to play a uh, Lane Kiffin offense? What I saw last week, Spencer, good question. I saw us get more of our guys on the field. I saw us I saw us get the rotation going definitely on the defensive line, and I want to see more of that. I thought we handled the option runs a bit better. I know Ole Miss is, Ole Miss is probably not going to run a whole bunch of options. They may try it, but that's kind of not what Lane Kiffin wants to do. But I thought we handled the run better. I thought we got more guys in the rotation better. The one thing I want to see a bit more improvement in, clean up the penalties, cut the penalties out, and secondary, tackle in space. I want to see more of the Bama secondary tackling in space, Spencer. I agree, sir, and thank you. Uh, once again, another great show to you and all, t- all the TDA family. Thank you. Appreciate Spencer for the call. That we continue rolling here on the line. We grab a call right here. What's going on? How you feeling on a Monday? State your name and where you calling from. Stephen M. Smith. It's Justin Riley. What's going on, my brother? Justin, what's happening with you, man? Man, looking forward to this week uh, out of all the weeks because, you see, I live in Mississippi, so I'm right in the middle of all this nonsense right now. Rebel friends are all fired up. They're running their mouth and ready to give them a big dose of shut up. (laughs) But uh, everybody keeps on talking about how Lane Kiffin has had this this, uh, game circled on his calendar. Well, you have to think that Nick Saban has had this circled on his calendar too because one thing about Nick Saban is, when he feels like somebody has gotten the best of him, he doesn't let that go. So that very moment where he felt like he was bested, and I believe that Lane Kiffin bested him last year. He's been thinking about that, and he's, been, he's marked this on his calendar as well. So you better believe in a revenge game, Saban is going to be overly prepared. 
He's going to be real prepared, Justin. Save is going to be prepared. Uh, the team is going to be prepared. This is also a big week for Pete Golding, and I'm going to get into that more in the second topic here of the show. But as always, my man Justin Riley, we appreciate that call coming from him, helping us out here on the show. we got a couple of super chats to get to you guys. Lighten us up on the show. One Whitfield with that 50-piece. $50 donation. Appreciate the love from Juan Whitfield uh, helping us out on the show. And let's see what we, we got. Reese, we got Cliff Reese. We got my man Cliff Reese with that $5 donation showing us the love. Appreciate everybody helping us out here on the show. We're going to transition here to a quick topic, and that goes to one uh, Brian Robinson, the running back here for the University of Alabama. B Rob did not play against Southern Miss on last week, though he did dress out and participate in first-team uh, warm-ups, coming back from a little bit of a rib injury he suffered there against Florida in Gainesville. Alabama chose to rest him against the Golden Eagles. According to Coach Saban, Robinson still listed as day-to-day, doing better, still listed as day-to-day, but team very hopeful that he'll be able to take the field against Ole Miss coming up here on Saturday. If he's able to take the field, which I think he will, looking forward to see B-Rob, but even if they choose to rest him another week, we saw good things from Jace McClellan. We saw Rodell Williams go over 100 yards, so Bama's got the stable backs in the backfield, but I think B-Rob's going to be able to go this week. We grab a call here on the line. We take this call. You're live on a Monday. How you feeling? On in my own words. State your name and where you're calling from. Stephen A, it's your boy, Senator Hines, man. What's good, brother? Doing good, my man. Doing good. How, how are you feeling, though? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm actually um, excited to hear the fan base um, calling in tonight in anticipation for this Ole Miss game. I think a lot of us are overlooking one important matchup. Um, before there's the schematics or anything, there's always that mental aspect. And uh, Nick Saban has um, a keen ability of getting his players who experience trauma such as the game of last uh, season against Ole Miss. A lot of those players are back here. They're back in this game. Um, that had to come in and fill some spots. And uh, only thing I see that, that needs to happen, Stephen, honestly, and we're talking about like from, from not just the fan standpoint or whatever, but from an overall team success standpoint, uh, Moody – and Brian Branch have to be on the field majority of this game. And they have to come in. Helms can't can't do it if he's not healthy. If his injuries was keeping him from flying down and filling uh filling the edges at, from the safety spot and helping with run support, then he can't be out there. And so until if he's not going to be able to make you know, get set, you know, with that seven to ten seconds left on the clock and and play hundred and ten percent on each play and fill holes that he's supposed to be filling or keep his eyes disciplined, then Ole Miss is going to hurt us early, and we can't start slow against Ole Miss. So hopefully the coaching staff clears out that those two things up, and we come out and we see a discipline, uh, a game play, and I don't care if we win by seven or eight. As long as we play discipline, we'll win. Big thoughts there come from our, our man, Senator Hines, calling into the show. I agree. You, you got to have Branch out there. You got to work in Moody. I, I feel like with, with Moody knowing this defense going on four years, he knows the complexities of the Alabama defense. You got to find a way to get Moody out there more on the field. We grab this call right here. You're live on the show on a Monday. What's going on? How you feeling? State your name and where you're calling from. 
Hey, I'm David from Mobile. How are you? Davis, what's happening, brother? Doing great in yourself. I'm doing good. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about the defense. You know, last year in the Ole Miss game, they uh, they laid uh, 640 yards and 48 points, and we outscored them in one in a high-scoring shootout. Well, you know, uh, Saban loves defense, and he's, this has festered on him for a year. And uh, I'm just wondering, with the year and all the debt we had coming back on defense, is that do you think it's possible to cut the yardage from 640 to 3-something and from 48 points to 24 points? What a big victory that would be for the defense. Do you think that's possible? Or, or Tell me what you think. Because you know, like your previous caller said, a shutout in a big game, it's, you know, 17 points or less is like a shutout. So, so uh, cutting what we did last year in half to me would be monumental. And I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, Rotat. Appreciate the call there, Davis from Mobile. I think that's very possible, and it goes back to the previous caller, Senator Hines mentioned, Bama's got to be disciplined on defense, disciplined eyes. Fit, hit, hit your run fit, feel the hole, make tackles. And then the big thing in this game, Ole Miss thrives off penalties. Alabama cannot have a game where it's getting eight, nine, and ten-plus penalties because when you get penalties, Nane Kippen has an up-tempo, fast-paced offense. They get on the ball quick, they snap the ball quick, and that tires out the defense. So Alabama's defense cannot have mental errors, cannot have penalties. you got to play somewhat of a flawless game in terms of mistake-free football in this matchup defensively. We take a call right here. You're live on the show on a Monday. What's going on? What's going on? How you feeling? State your name. Where are you calling from? Hey, Steve M. This is George from Batavia, Illinois. How are you? George, doing fantastic. The better question, though, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. I have three players I'd like to touch on. First one is um, I think Drew Sanders is doing a pretty good job in the outside linebacker position. I'm excited about him. The quarterback, Milrow, is a stud. I think if uh, Bryce gets hurt, he's the guy I'd go to. And then I want to go back to Trey Sanders. I think he's in the doghouse. Um, what I remember was when um, JoJo Earl had a nice return, Trey Sanders had a penalty on that and called it back. But my big fear is I, I think he's a really good player. I think he's going to end up transferring if he doesn't get time. That's my thoughts, and I thank you for taking my call. Appreciate that thought there, my man George from Illinois. I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Trey because Saban is fond of Trey Sanders. He's talked about him a lot, but – Mentioned going back to Southern Miss, he was not off the bench. He, he did not come into the game uh, uh, after you know, Jace McClellan would come out for a breather. It was Roydale Williams going in instead of Sanders. And, yes, Roydale can play, and Roydale Williams can ball. He had over 100 yards rushing, but just not seeing – Trey Sanders come off the field, come onto the field first after Chase McClellan. It's got some fans a little bit concerned, but we'll see how that transpires as we continue through this season. We grab a call right here. You are live on the show. What's going on? How you feeling? State your name. Where you calling from? What's good with you? This your boy Jay from Sheffield, Steve. Jay, what's happening, Jay? Making it, man. Glad, glad to see we getting some pressure from that D line. 
It's about time, Jay. It's about time. We saw it over the weekend. LeBron Ray healthy. Jamil Burrows a sack. You're getting Byron Young in there. We were told all offseason, Bama's rotating seven to ten deep. I've been wondering, where are these boys then? If Bama's rotating seven to ten deep, but against Southern Miss, we start to see the rotation more. Exactly, Steve. You, I, I know we're going to have to – Like it's going to be crucial that we substitute up front. And when I say substitute, that means you got to dominate for three plays, and then you go out there and dominate for three plays, not just be out there. You know what I'm saying? We need our D-line. This day game right here, I know everybody talk about Henry Toto, Toto but this this the this the game for the D-line to show up and show out. Absolutely, and, and, and I'm prepared for it. These guys are in practice this week. They're hungry. They're ready to get after it. Appreciate the, my man Jay from Sheffield with that call right there. And all of you guys calling in, letting your voices be made heard here in the first call segment. That was awesome, fantastic. You guys got me pumped up right now. We're going to go to a break here on the show. Upon our return, you guys have given your thoughts on the Alabama defense. So now it's time for me to give my thoughts on Pete Golding, the defensive front, the defensive secondary, and what must be done in this game against Ole Miss. We'll talk about it after this. You know what we do at the start of the fourth quarter. We throw them foes up. But now you don't have to wait until the fourth quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace at weownthefourthquarter.com. It's the first and only logo that captures the essence of all Crimson Tide players and fans as we represent the legendary Alabama football fourth-quarter dominance. Get your four-finger bling necklace right now at weownthefourthquarter.com. Get yours today and stun on them haters. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. All right, Bama Nation, we're back in from the break. I'm a number one form for Crimson Tide football news. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen M. Smith, Touchdown Alabama Magazine. And in my hands, we have the first TDA Heisman jersey. My man, Jimmy Clay, TDA Heisman jersey right here. We will have this hanging on the wall for our own Jimmy Clay, baddest donator in the game for the show where the show is concerned. And if you want to be a part and get you a jersey and become a part of the Heisman team, TDA, you, you go on the YouTube channel, you go, you go to the YouTube channel, and you click the Join tab on YouTube. You can be on the junior varsity level, the varsity level, or if you really feel like you can make that contribution, you can get to the Heisman level. But you go to Touchdown Alabama on YouTube, you click that Join button to be a part of the TDA roster and get all the perks needed for an Alabama football fan. But 
We're going to have that jersey there hanging in honor of Jimmy Clay. But as we're back in here from the break here on the show, you guys talked about the defense a lot in the first call statement. So I can finally give my thoughts here on the Alabama defense. This is a huge game for Pete Golding. This is a big game for Pete Golding because last year, Lane Kiffin outcoached Golding, spanked Golding, embarrassed Golding, uh, put up 48 points on the Alabama defense and over 600 yards offensively. And, and that was the game where you had a lot of fans, a lot of you were saying, get Pete Golding out of here. Fire him now. Take him out of here. Leave him in Mississippi. Do not put that man on the team bus. Leave him stranded. He don't deserve to come back home. Leave the man stranded. That was the feelings of a lot of you when it came down to Coach Golding last season. So now, this season, facing Lane Kiffin, facing Matt Corral, facing two explosive running backs, Jerrion Ely and Snoop Connor, facing a lot of talented receivers led by uh, Dontario Drummond and Braylon Sanders. This is a second opportunity for Pete Golding to earn that respect, earn those stripes, earn that keep in Tuscaloosa because a, a, a lot of people – are highly concerned about this game, and they're highly concerned because of the defensive side of the football. People want to know, can we trust Pete Golding? Is there any conceivable way that we can trust that Pete Golding can come out here and hold an Ole Miss offense under 30 points? Is there any conceivable way Pete Golding can come out here with this defense and hold Ole Miss's offense to Less than 600 yards um, in production here. So this is a big game. Huge, critical, critical game for Coach Golding in terms of earning that respect, earning those stripes, and showing he can have that bounce-back performance as a play caller, putting these guys in the right situations to have success, whether it's on run plays, whether it's on pass plays, whether it's blitzing, no matter what the situation is, Golding has to have these guys in situations they can fire off the ball, they can attack the run game, they can frustrate Matt Corral, have him uh, uh, making poor choices on the field. Golding has to have this game. This is Golding Super Bowl, just like the Florida game was uh, Dan Mullen's Super Bowl, Alabama, Florida. This game against Ole Miss's defense, this is Pete Golding's Super Bowl. How bad does he want it here coming up on Saturday? Behind Coach Golding, it's the defensive front. Huge game for the Bama defensive front. Matt Corral is a very explosive quarterback. He can create on the edge. Very, very strong arm. He has improved his passing mechanics. He's improved his accuracy. He's improved his QBR. He's improved his passer rating. Everything that he did this past season, and he was good last season, he's improved it here through the first three games uh, of this campaign. And Ole Miss is going to want to go fast. They're going to want to go hurry up. They're going to want to go no huddle. Up-tempo, Alabama's defensive front, got to be ready, got to be set, got to have disciplined eyes flow to the ball, flow to the football. And as big, of a, as big of a game this is for Will Anderson, he knows it, this is a big game for Drew Sanders. Getting out there, attacking the quarterback, getting out there, not being fooled by the motion, getting out there, stuffing the run game. Drew's been growing. 
He's been having performances to build up to a matchup like this. This is a huge game for Drew Sanders. This is a big game for you know, guys like Christian Harris, Henry Toto, Jalen Moody. Huge game for the inside linebackers. Trust your eyes. Read the play. Get to the ball. Fit the run gap. Do not be fooled by the motion. Don't have the middle of the field uh, exposed wide open. There were a lot of plays last season where Alabama exposed the middle of the field, and Ole Miss was able to attack that with the tight end play there. So for the inside linebackers, read your keys. Get guys lined up. Get guys set up. But most importantly, make sure yourself as the inside linebacker, lined up, set up, ready to attack, and make plays. Defensive line, want to see more of that rotation. Get Tim Smith out there. Get LeBron Ray out there. Get Jamil Burroughs out there. Get Jamarian Latham out there. Get Stephon Wynn out there. Get that rotation out there. Stuff the run. Create some havoc. Collapse the pocket. Have Matt Corral feel the presence here of this group. That's going to be the job there of the defensive front. And then as you look at just the defensive secondary, Two things this week for the Alabama secondary. Number one, no penalties. No pass interference penalties. For Josh Joe, cannot have pass interference penalties. Can't have it. Clean, solid, and instinctive technique football is what Alabama's going to have to have in that defensive secondary. And just as important as no penalties, right behind that, Tackling in space. Jordan Battle, DeMarco Hellams, tackling in space. You're one-on-one, mono and mono. You being an athlete, Ole Miss having athletes, they get the ball in space, you got to tackle those guys in space and limit the big plays. We saw against Southern Miss, there were moments where either Jordan Battle, one-on-one, missed a tackle. DeMarco Helms, one-on-one, missed a tackle. Got to have those tackles because Ole Miss is going to look to take plays to the house and create fast, instant, explosive offense. Got to have those tackles. So this, this is a big week. Huge week here for the Bama defense. You want to create turnovers? Absolutely. You want to get sacks? Absolutely. You want to create negative plays? Most definitely. But the biggest things in this game for this Bama defense, number one, have strong eye discipline. Number two, mistake-free, clean football, no penalties. And number three, get off the field on third down. Saban has been talking about it the last three to four games. Get off the field on third down. Highly important this week when you're facing a Lane Kiffin coach team that's trying to pull out an upset at Bryant Denny. But we take a break right now on the show and touch that down, people, because when we get back, we return to the phone lines to get your calls, your thoughts, your concerns, your interactions. A conversation with you, the fans, returns after this. Don't touch that dial. Call in right now as we're taking your calls up next on In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith. Brought to you by We Own the Fourth Quarter. Visit weownthefourthquarter.com now to get your four-finger bling necklace. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Marvin Constant, all-SEC linebacker and 1999 SEC champion. You are listening to In My Own Words, brought to you by Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Roll Tide. 
know what we do at the start of the fourth quarter. We throw them foes up. But now, you don't have to wait until the fourth quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace at weownthefourthquarter.com. It's the first and only logo that captures the essence of all Crimson Tide players and fans as we represent the legendary Alabama football fourth quarter dominance. Get your four-finger bling necklace right now at weownthefourthquarter.com. Get yours today and stun on them haters. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. We are back, rocking and rolling here, folks, on a Monday. Back into the action, known as In My Own Words. How to show on the streets, number one form for Bama football, uh, for Bama football news. Yours truly, Stephen M. Smith. Touchdown, Alabama Magazine. Getting that work week and Ole Miss week started off for you guys correctly. And before we go to the phone lines to take your calls, calls have been brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang. We got a couple of super chats to get to. How about Jimmy Clay? Jimmy Boom Clay again with that $5 donation. He also says, thanks, Stephen. Thanks the whole TDA family, Jimmy Clay. You are on that Hall of Fame, that Wall of Fame, that Heisman jersey. Going to have that hanging up for you, my man. Also behind Jimmy Clay, McConnick and Wilkin Hill with that $100 Ben Franklin. Woo! Ben Franklin piece from McConnick. Appreciate the love from him. And then Gucci Tide, can't forget Gucci Tide, with that $10 donation in here. All of you guys supporting, donating, making this your show, your channel. So proud to be doing it and so happy to be doing it when I get a chance to do talking to you, the most passionate uh, guys, most passionate bunch here of Alabama football fans. But... Return the phone lines. Take your calls right now. 205-448-1358. Number to call in to let your voice be heard on the show. 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. We grab a call right here. You are live on the show. What's going on? How you feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Hey, Mr. Smith. This is uh, your boy Chris with Ballard Sports Media. Roll Tide. Calling here from Coleman, and man, it's a good football season so far. But Ole Miss, it's our first test this Saturday, and I, and I'd say their first test too in ways. Because I mean, let's just be honest, Alabama and uh, Ole Miss both opened up with a really good opponent to start the season. They've had uh, their fair share of interesting teams. Alabama's played maybe a tougher schedule considering we had Florida on there, but. Um, I'm excited for this matchup. Uh, I'm looking at the line of 14 and a half for Alabama. I'd agree with that. And, and you might sit there and say, oh, the Bama defense is just getting better and, and everything like that. Here's what I'll say. Al- Ole Miss hasn't faced the defense like Alabama's yet. But at the same time, you got to give some credit. Alabama's defense hasn't exactly faced an offense like what they're going to face Saturday. This is true, and this is why, Ballard, I spoke on 
this is a big game, Chris, for Pete Golding. Right. Golding song last year, Lane Kiffin flat embarrassed me. <laughs> he put up 48 right. on my head. He put over 600 yards of offense on my head. And if you poll the Alabama fan base right now, you have a small percentage of people saying, keep with Pete Golding, stick with him, stick with him. But the masses are going, get the man out of here. Get the man out of Tuscaloosa. This is a huge game. If Pete Golden wants to earn that keep, he's got to do it this week. He absolutely does. And, you know, when you look at Ole Miss, too, I noticed that uh, they do a much better job. Like, they, they take some good risks. You know, they have a great running back in Snoop Connor, who's one of the fastest guys on the team. He's really, really good. Matt Corral is – Right now, at least, we're looking at him as this Heisman candidate. But what I notice is they like to take some risks. They are better on fourth down efficiency this year so far than they are third down. They are 12 of 14 on fourth downs. And I know, I just know that they're going to get in that position, right? They're going to put some points up. They're going to put some yards on Alabama. We know that, right? They're going to score. They're going to go out there. They're going to do great. But there's going to be moments for the Tides defense where Ole Miss is going to try to do some risky play on a third and one or a fourth and one situation where the defense has got to stand up. And, you know, something that I heard uh, Coach Saban speak on this past week, he's been speaking about it all season too. And, you know, you can't have a penalty-free football game. I don't know if I've ever seen it. But I definitely think Alabama does have to clean it up just a little bit in that area, too. But overall, I think it's going to be an amazing game. I really think it's going to be a shootout. And I guess if I go ahead and give somewhat of a score prediction, um, uh, give me the tide in this one, 45-38. I really think it's going to be a shootout. 45-38 in favor of Chris, my man from Ballot Sports Media, coming out of Coleman. Appreciate the call there from Chris, helping us out here on the show. 45-38 in favor of Bama, his prediction. We grab a call right here. You are live on the show. What's going on? How you feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Hey, good afternoon, Stephen. This is Mike from Kentucky. How you doing tonight, brother? Mike doing great, brother. How you, how you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. I'm excited about this game. Uh, I was really glad to see LeBron Ray on the field against Southern Miss. I thought he looked really good. Uh, I think this game is going to come down to winning first and second down and trying to keep Ole Miss behind the chains. Absolutely. I can see it. It's going to come down to, you know, affecting them, affecting that offense on first and second down and then third down, getting the pass rushers loose. But don't forget what your assignment is, and that's going to fall on that secondary also. I agree. Do you have any idea what kind of – how the defensive backs are going to play against Matt Corral? Because he, he seems like a really dangerous runner. If they play one-on-one on, on the edge and turn your back on him, that could spell trouble. I do not have any idea what kind of defense they're going to play against him in the, in the back end. That's going to be interesting right there. I mean, to me – I would at least have somebody spy him because of his running ability, whether that spy is Christian Harris, whether that spy is To'o To'o, really doesn't matter who the spy is. But I definitely would have somebody spy him, and I would have a mixture of man-to-man and zone for this matchup. But it'll be interesting to see how Saban puts this plan together. I think disguising the coverage is going to be key. You know, if Pete Golden can dial up some disguised coverages to make him make mistakes, I think that's key to winning this game. All right, brother. Roll Tide. You have a good night. 
Absolutely, Mike from Kentucky. This is actually the the 40th Kong anniversary from our own Mike from Kentucky. So give it up, man. Mike from Kentucky, 40th Kong anniversary. He's trying to get up there with Wayland, man. Trying to catch old Wayland in terms of the amount of calls making to the show, sharing his thoughts, his opinions. We always love hearing from our guy Mike right there. We continue with the Kong lines here. You're live on the show on a Monday. What's going on? How you feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Hey, Steven, this is Jimmy from Elba, Alabama. We got Jimmy Clay in here. Jimmy, what's going on, brother? I'm doing just fine, man. I just want to say thank you very much. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I well, do, Jimmy, man. We, I appreciate well, Jimmy, it. Well, Jimmy, we... We appreciate you for all that you do for this family. Uh, your energy, your passion, uh, the donations, but just you making this family as strong as, as it is. We appreciate you, Jimmy. Well, I pre- well, thank you very much. Um, uh, hey, gotta be we gotta beat Ole Miss. I mean, that's just all there is to it. Um, um, gotta be. Offense, defense, special teams. Hey, we, we got to do this, bud. This is this is the start of the season. No doubt. I'm with you when you're right, Jimmy, and, and, and you are spot on right there. You are spot on right there. Yes, sir. Okay, bud. Absolutely. Y'all have a great, wonderful night. Take care. Roll Tide. Absolutely. Appreciate that call there, Jimmy Clay, helping us out here on the show. This is a big week. you got to take care of Ole Miss and this offense. We grab a call right here. You are live on the show this evening on a Monday. How you feeling? What's going on? State your name and where you're calling from. Yeah, Stephen, this is William Bryant from uh, Denison, Iowa. How you doing today? Doing great, William. Doing fantastic. The most important thing is how are you? Oh man, I appreciate that accolade. I'm I'm doing great. I'm just enjoying a cigar out here on the patio, and uh, and just got done cooking some on the grill, and uh, I'm I'm excited for this game coming up. Hey, hey, hey Will, what you got on the grill, man? What, what, you, what you got on that? What you got on that grill, brother? Oh, we had some steaks, and uh, I put a chicken on there, and uh, and a few other things on there, uh, some brats, and uh, I just want to tell you that. Uh, I appreciate everybody that was uh, that was in the chat for uh, for our watch party there, and, and and how many did you say it was again? Forty something thousand. It, it ended up being forty two thousand that viewed it. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate and then all our participation and everything. And, uh, I just wish we, you know, had more more of them come over to this this uh, deal that you got going on through the week, you know. And I mentioned that there, so uh, I think uh, I, I appreciate Pete for for doing his his improvement the the defense has really really uh stepped up but uh i do have a problem with him still though that's the i mean somebody in the chat at the watch party said that uh that's not the coach's fault but i think he's got i think he's got something to do with that to be i mean look they were saying in the chat also that it was a high school team that we was playing you know and uh I don't think they should have got as many as they did myself. What do you think? I mean, there are still areas where this team has to 
fine-tune things, William. I absolutely agree with you. And number one, you got to wrap up and tackle. I saw too many missed tackles in one-on-one situations, too many penalties, and just specific ones. I understand you may get called for pass interference once, but to get called for that on multiple occasions, and I get it sometimes you have ticky-tack fouls where you know the receiver and the DB are both jockeying for position. They're both hand-fighting. So normally if you're, if you're an official, you let that go and you chalk that up to great competition on both ends, but you, you can't have just the plethora of penalties. You, you can't have the missed tackles and just the mental lapses out there on the field. Bama cleans that up. That defense is going to take a, a really good jump if Bama can clean that up more. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I, I think they uh, – I'm, I'm looking for a good game uh, – uh, Saturday, I'm uh, hoping that that all improves. And, uh, and you know, Alabama's my team all the way anyway. Uh, ever since I've become a teenager, I've been watching watching it real close. And uh, I just I just love what the guys are doing. Roll Tide. Absolutely. Appreciate Will from, Iowa, Will from Iowa calling in, helping us out on the show. As always, fans, if you want your photo, your picture, to be featured on the show when you call in, you send that photo to TD Alabama Team at gmail.com. That's TD Alabama Team at gmail.com. Send that picture right there, and we will have that photo with your name featured on the show on the screen as you call in the latest wrinkle here to Touchdown Alabama Magazine right there. I'm gonna, we're going to transition to a quick topic, and this one goes to Jamison Williams. Jamison Williams, the junior wide receiver, the transfer from Ohio State, won special teams player of the week from the SEC on today for his efforts against Southern Miss. When you talk about that brother was gone, that brother was gone. Two kickoff return touchdowns. He set a record, becoming the first player in the history of Alabama football to take two kicks back to the house for scores. He opened the game with a 100-yard kick return for a touchdown, got fans on their feet, and then in the fourth quarter, Williams, an 83-yard kick return to the house. He had three total touchdowns in the game of Alabama, 606 yards offensively. Williams totaled 258. That's over 40% of the Alabama's offense was totaled by Jamison Williams. So the young man can fly. The young brother can move. And looking forward to seeing more of what he can bring on the special teams aspect. But that's going to take us now to a break here, folks, from the show. Don't touch that down because when we return, we will dive into special teams. And while I feel like the kick return and punt return aspect for Alabama could be the biggest X factor in the game against Ole Miss. We tidy up loose ends with special teams after this. If you're an avid Alabama Crimson Tide fan and you love to flaunt it, then show your Alabama Crimson Tide support by grabbing the Alabama sneakers. They feature bold Crimson Tide graphics, so no one will be able to question where your allegiance lies. When you add these sweet sneakers to your Alabama Crimson Tide collection, go to stsfootwear.com and use the code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. That's code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. Go to stsfootwear.com and get your Alabama sneakers today. Thank you. 
Look at all these great players in Touchdown Alabama magazine. Man, wait till I turn up this year. I'm gonna be on the front cover. But what if Will goes off? Or Joe, DeMarco, Chris, Tim, Christian. Don't wait. Order now at touchdownalabama.com or call 833-483-2624 today. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. And we are rocking and rolling, folks. We are back in from the break of a number one form for Bama. Football news, in my own words, yours truly, Stephen M. Smith, Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Appreciate everybody for donating in, writing in, calling in, texting in, chatting, and appreciate the love from all of you. Jimmy Clay again with a $20 donation, helping us out here on the show. Appreciate the love from Jimmy Clay, as always. And before we get into the final topic of conversation here, I've got to remind you of TDAware.com. That's TDAware.com. So for all of you fans still enjoying the Crimson Tides National Championship from the 2020 campaign, we want you to check out our championship collection merch. Now this means you grab you an 18 of them things, folk, hoodie, t-shirt, or sweatshirt, as well as our Got 18? We do shirts. Designs that feature all 18 championship years on the back. You head over to TDAware.com. Do it right now. TDAware.com. You go over the Championship Collections merch tab, and you get you that gear today. It's showing that support for Coach Saban, the University of Alabama, the student athletes, and us here at Touchdown Alabama Magazine. But now, special teams. Special teams is going to be the X factor, in my opinion for Alabama against Ole Miss. And the reason why special teams is going to be the X factor, the Rebels, they usually keep a punter and a kickoff specialist that's really, really good. The uh, the punter this year is averaging 48 yards uh, per punt. The kickoff specialist this year has got four to five touchbacks. So Ole Miss usually does a very strong job of keeping the ball away from the, from the opposing team's return specialists and setting the opposing team in rough, uh, unfavorable field position. But this is a big game for Bama special teams. And just after watching what Jamison Williams did against Southern Miss, how that young brother set the tone, got fans going crazy early with a 100-yard kickoff return, want to see that again against Ole Miss. It probably doesn't have to be a 100-yard kick return touchdown, but at least get Alabama set up and plus field position every single time. Get that offense in favorable spots because we we see Jamison's got speed. Williams has got speed. He's got burners. He can go. He can fly. In the the, um, era of David Ballou and Dr. Matt Ray, new strength staff, Only two Bama players have recorded a time of 23 miles per hour on the catapult system. Jalen Waddle did it. Jamison Williams has done it. Williams can fly. And he he may not have the quick wiggle-wiggle like Waddle had, but you're talking about straight line, go speed. He's got straight line, go speed. So 
Him on those kickoff returns, feeling that ball, taking it to the house, just creating Alabama plus field position throughout the entire game. The same thing here where JoJo Earl is concerned on punt return. He had two really good punt returns against the Golden Eagles, including one where he got inside the five-yard line, but somebody blocked in the back twice. I don't know if Alabama has to call Josh Jacobs from the NFL and be like, Josh, can you show these guys how to not block in the back on punt returns because Jacobs was a master at doing that, not blocking in the back. But this game right here, going to need JoJo Earl. Good, strong punt returns. He can break one of the house. Hey, that's big time. That's big time. But solid punt returns, positive field position, plus side of the field. Get Bryce Young and this offense set up to where, you know, it can go it can, it, it, it can go over the top, take the top off his old Miss secondary, get some easy, easy scores here, some easy points. Special teams is going to be a major factor in the game. Ole Miss known for having uh, exceptional punters. Ole Miss known for having exceptional kickoff specialists. You got to have the, the special teams and the return game working. And – Going back to in, in years past, it has worked for Alabama. In particular, Christian Jones and Eddie Jackson. If you remember those two, Christian Jones, 2013 against Ole Miss, 99-yard kick return touchdown inside Bryant-Denny. That helped Alabama get the 25 to nothing win that year. And then if you remember 2016, Eddie pick six Jackson was Eddie punt return touchdown. Jackson in that matchup, he took, uh, I think it was an 83-yard punt return off the foot of Will Gleason at Vault Hemingway Stadium in Oxford. Took it coast to coast for a score. And that return was monumental in that game because it helped Alabama get a 48-43 win over Ole Miss. We've seen in years past, special teams has been critical against Mississippi. Christian Jones did it. Uh, Eddie Jackson did it. Here's the situation for Jamison Williams. Here's the situation for JoJo Earl to uh, uh, have the X factor in this game be a huge reason as to why Alabama be, as, as to why Alabama can can take this game, uh, can win this game, and continue uh, being undefeated here this season, going to this weekend's matchup against Ole Miss. So definitely, folks, keep your eyes on special teams. Williams, Earl, I think one of these two, if not both. It's going to have something real special planned here for this week in the return game. But as always, Bama fans, you want the best in news, notes, information, and coverage on your favorite program, that being the Crimson Tide. You can get it by accessing the Touchdown to Alabama Magazine app. You download the app from the iPhone App Store. If you're rocking Team Apple, Google Play Store. If you got the Android phone for your audio listening needs, we got you right here. iTunes or Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, Overcast.fm, or iHeartRadio. Got you covered right there. If the good and gracious Lord sees fit, I'll be back on Wednesday continuing the conversation that is Thai football. Also, tune in on Wednesday. I'm going to have one of my good friends on the show, Evelyn Van Pelt. Miss Evie Van Pelt of the Rebel Walk will be breaking down Ole Miss here with us, going behind enemy lines. Uh, Evie does an outstanding job. It's going to be a great time getting a chance to check in with her on Wednesday. Tune in uh, for that. If you're trying to, as always, 
You can get individual copies of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Have those sent to your door. That link will be found in the description. If you're also trying to get the print edition, fresh edition of TDA the magazine, you go to touchdownalabama.com. You click join, become a member, a subscriber today. That link in the description also. If you're trying to get your hands on the four-finger bling necklace, four-finger bling jewelry, courtesy of weownthefourthquarter.com. That's weownthefourthquarter.com. Um, that link in the description as well. But until next time, folks, husbands, love your wives. Wives, appreciate value. Those husbands, children, continue doing the right thing, fun thing, smart thing, good thing, legitimate thing to not be bored. You get you those three hearty meals a day, those three great laughs a day. As always, you protect yourself. You protect the loved ones around you. Enjoy the Monday night football game between – or that's tonight, between Eagles and Cowboys. Got some Bama on Bama crime action going on. But until next time, folks, I'm your man, Stephen M. Smith. You've been listening to In My Own Words. 